You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 274 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in the episode today, you're going to learn about the history of wiping your bottom in the toilet. And in the bonus fact section today, you're going to learn a whole lot else about the history of the toilet. Let's just get started with today's show. Despite toilet paper having been around since at least the 6th century AD, initially in China, it wouldn't be until the late 19th century when toilet paper would be first introduced in America and England, and it wasn't until the 1900s, around the same time the indoor toilet became common, that toilet paper would catch on with the masses. So what did people use for wiping before toilet paper? This generally depended on region, personal preference, and wealth. Rich people often used hemp, lace, or wool. The 16th century French writer Francois Rabelais, in his work Gargantua and Pantagruel, recommended using the neck of a goose that is well downed. The goose is kind of getting the crappy end of that deal. Poor people would poop in rivers and clean off with water, rags, wood shavings, leaves, hay, rocks, sand, moss, seaweed, apple husks, seashells, ferns, and pretty much whatever else was at hand and cheap or free. For seamen, the common thing was to use old frayed anchor cables. Seriously. The Inuits and other peoples living in frigid conditions tended to go with clumps of snow to wipe with, which, other than the coldness factor, is actually one of the better options, it seems, compared to many of the preceding methods. Going a ways back in history, we know the ancient Romans' favorite wiping item, including in public restrooms, was a sponge on a stick that would sit in salt water and be placed back in the salt water when done, waiting for the next person. Back to America. One extremely popular wiping item for a time was corn cobs, and later, Sears and Roebucks, Farmer's Almanac, and other catalogues. The Farmer's Almanac even came with a hole in it so it could easily be hung in bathrooms for just this purpose, reading and wiping material in one. Around 1857, Joseph Gayetti came up with the first commercially available toilet paper in the United States. His paper, The Greatest Necessity of the Age, Gayetti's Medicated Paper for the Water Closet, was sold in packages of flat sheets that were moistened and soaked with aloe. The toilet paper sold for about 50 cents per pack, $12 today, with 500 sheets in that package. This wasn't terribly popular, presumably, because up to this point, most people got their wiping materials for free from whatever was at hand. Around 1867, brothers Edward, Clarence, and Thomas Scott, who sold products from a pushcart, started making and selling toilet paper as well. They did a bit better than Gaetti. Their original toilet paper was much cheaper, as it was not coated with aloe and moistened, but it was just rolls of somewhat soft paper, often with splinters. As the indoor flushable toilet started to become popular, so did toilet paper. This is not surprising considering there was nothing really to grab in an indoor bathroom to wipe with, unlike outdoors where nature is at your disposal. The age-old farmer's almanac and similar catalogues were also not well suited for this purpose because their pages tended to clog up the pipes in indoor plumbing. Even once it became popular, wiping with toilet paper still doesn't appear to have been painless until surprisingly recently. The aforementioned splinter problem seems to have been somewhat common until a few decades into the 20th century. In the 1930s, this changed, with such companies as Northern Tissue boasting a splinter-free toilet tissue. Certainly a plus. And now for today's bonus facts. In the 1990s, several toilet paper manufacturers began offering toilet paper treated with aloe, which they called, in advertisements, a great innovation, as Joseph Gaetti presumably rolled over in his grave. 
Bonus fact 2. The British word for toilet, loo, derives from the French gardez le eau, meaning watch out for the water. This comes from the fact that in medieval Europe, people simply threw the contents of their chamber pots out of the window into the streets. Before throwing the waste out of the window, they'd yell, gardez le The term gardez le first came to English as gardez loo and shortened to loo, which eventually came to mean the toilet itself. Bonus fact 3. The toilet is also sometimes known as the head. This was originally a maritime euphemism. This came down from the fact that, classically, the toilet on a marine vessel was located at the front of the ship, the head. This was so that water from the sea that splashed up onto the front of the boat would wash the waste away. This term is thought to have been used as early as the 17th century. The first known documented occurrence of the term, however, was from 1708 by Woods Rogers, governor of the Bahamas. He used the word to refer to the ship's toilet in the book Cruising Voyage Around the World. Bonus fact 4. The term toilet itself comes from the French toilette, which meant dressing room. The toilette, in turn, derived from the French toil, meaning cloth, specifically referring to the cloth draped over someone's shoulders while their hair was being groomed. During the 17th century, the toilet was simply the process of getting dressed, fixing your hair, and applying makeup and the like, more or less grooming oneself. This gradually began to refer to the items around where someone was groomed, such as the table, powder bottles, and other items. Around the 1800s in America, this term began being used to refer to both the room itself, where people got dressed and ready for the day, as well as the device now most commonly known as the toilet. Bonus fact 5. The term latrine comes from the Latin lavar, which means to wash. The earliest references to this term being used in English go all the way back to the mid-17th century. The term lavatory also derives from the Latin lavar, although this time through the Middle Latin variation lavatorium, meaning wash basin. This popped up in English around the late 19th century. Bonus fact 6. The term restroom has American roots, first appearing in the early 20th century. It comes from the notion of rest, referring to refreshing oneself. Around the same time restroom began popping up, the British term, retiring room, deriving from more or less the same notion, began being used among the upper class in Great Britain. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.